Thanks for joining us here at New Song Church, where we're helping people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. If you have any questions at all, or just want to learn more about us as a church, you can go to mynsc.org happenings. It's the best way to stay connected with us throughout the week. And now, check out this week's sermon. Are you ready to study the Word of God, yes or no? It's going to be great. In fact, this message today is a standalone message. It's not a series that, that I'm just calling the principal thing. It's wisdom, the principal thing. And I'll show you that in Scripture in just a second. I want to also say that as we get into this word today, it is going to be, I'm just giving you a heads up, it is going to be super simple. But I'm telling you, some of the, some of the, most, uh, the most valuable lessons in your life that you'll ever learn are just simple lessons. They're, they're not deep, they're, they're, but they are life-changing, though, and this is certainly one of them, that if you study this topic, if you, if you adhere to it, if you give yourselves to it, to wisdom, your life will be forever changed. So let me say it this way, that this message is just as powerful as if I were to preach on freedom or, or deliverance or, or any other uh, type of of message or topic, you know, about peace or about joy or hope. This is just as powerful of all of those things. And yet I think it's a topic that we don't probably talk about often enough. And this has been stirring in my heart for quite some time. So I'm gonna be passionate about it. And I want I want to help you live a life of wisdom because it is the principal thing. It's the principal thing. And I'm gonna show you this in scripture, Proverbs 4. Uh, verse 7 says it this way out of the New King James Version. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all of your getting, get understanding. So it's something that you need to have in your life. Now, as we look at the original text for that verse in, in Hebrew, uh, the word, the, the, when, it, when it comes to actually not just a word, but a phrase, the principal thing, the word right there is the word reshith. Reshith, and it, and it means uh, beginning or chief. So we would say it this way, that wisdom is the, is the chief thing. It's the thing that you need to start with. It's the starting place, and it's, the, and it's also the chief place in your life, that you should live a life of wisdom. And if you don't have wisdom, you need to get it. And if you do have wisdom, you need to get more. That's what the scripture is saying. And, and we have to say this before we go any further. Letter A, write this down, that God is the source of all wisdom. That God is the source of all wisdom. So when you face issues in your life and you are, need, you are in need of wisdom, I want to tell you something. The first place you need to go to is to God and to his word. So you run into a, a problem in your life and, and the temptation is, well, I'm going to call my best friend. Or I'm going to call my parent. I'm going to call my dad. I'm going to call my mom. I'm, I'm going to call my sibling. I'm going to call my boss. I'm going to call. No, the, the, the source of wisdom in your life is primarily God. It's God. He's the source of wisdom. Now, the Bible says that there are also wise people, and we go to others. The Bible says it's okay that in the counsel of others, there's wisdom. There's wisdom when we, seek, uh, when we seek out others, but we need to seek out people who are filled with God's wisdom and not their own, because God is the source of all wisdom. He's the source of all wisdom. And I could give you scripture after scripture after scripture all, all day today about God being the source, and I've just chosen a few of my favorites just to point this out to you. You know, the, the most 
the most wise man throughout the entirety of the Bible outside of, of Jesus Christ himself was Solomon. First Kings 4.29 says this, God gave Solomon, God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight. It came from God. Job 12.13 says, to God belong wisdom and power, counsel and understanding. They actually belong to him, they're his. So he's the source of it. Daniel chapter two, verse 20 says, praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. Do you see everybody how often wisdom and power go together? Are you seeing that? Because wisdom, let me say it this way. Wisdom is power in your life. Wisdom is power to you. Wisdom is power to you. I'm gonna prove that to you this morning. James chapter one, verse five, one of the most famous portions of scripture about wisdom. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives that wisdom to you generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Meaning, if you say, I need wisdom in my life, so I'm going to the source of wisdom. God, I'm asking you for wisdom God says, that's one of the most wise things that you could ever do, and I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you wisdom. But new song, you have to go to God first. You have to go to God first. And I'm gonna teach you what wisdom is this morning. In fact, wisdom is threefold. And there's gonna be three words that I'm gonna show you here in a second of what they mean. And, and I wanna show this to you in and really one verse, although we read it all the, throughout scriptures, these three words over and over again pertaining to wisdom. And the verse that I chose is Proverbs 1, verse 7. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So all throughout the Bible, when we talk about this topic of wisdom, there are three words that come up over and over and over Again, in those three words, knowledge, knowledge, instruction, and wisdom. Knowledge, instruction, and wisdom. So the first one, let's write that down. Knowledge is information. Knowledge is information. Knowledge, let me say it this way. Knowledge is not life-changing. Knowledge is not life-changing. It's just information. It's just information. Instruction is information explained? And then, of course, wisdom, the final one there, wisdom is the application of knowledge and instruction. So we have knowledge, we have information, and then all of a sudden we have an instruction, which is information explained, and then we have wisdom, which is actually applying those two things in your life. And I could go... I could go on about this in multiple scenarios, and I'll just give you one, uh, maybe even two if you're lucky. All right, the first one. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the greatest marriage that you could ever have, I promise you, is a marriage built upon the word of God. I promise you. The best marriage, the healthiest marriage you could ever have is a, is a marriage built upon God's word. And God's word says quite a few things about living the married life. It tells us husbands how to live life, as a, as a husband and wives, how to live life as a wife. And if you adhere to those things, you're going to have a blessed marriage. You're gonna have a wonderful life. So, so if I were to come to you and say, hey, listen, 
The best married life you could ever have is a life built upon the word of God. That is knowledge. That's knowledge. Meaning I'm telling you, I'm telling you how to live your best married life and that's according to the word of God. It, it, it's, it's informative to you. Now the next stage is though is understanding. So now you need that information or you need that knowledge explained. Because if I tell you all day long, hey, marriage is, marriage is uh, that, a marriage that is successful is built on the word of God. Okay, well, now I know something I didn't know. But now explain it to me. Explain it to me. Okay, well, this is what the Bible says. Husbands do this. Wives do this. Husbands don't do this. Wives don't do that. So all of a sudden, I'm starting to explain to you what the Bible says about a healthy marriage. It's information explained. But now wisdom is, I'm gonna take that knowledge, I'm gonna take that instruction, I'm taking the information and the explanation of it, the understanding of it, and now I'm going to apply it to my life. So there are a lot of people that might have knowledge and they might have understanding, but that does not make them wise. Because wisdom is applying those things to your life. It's when I counsel people and, and, and I, I talk to them about whatever topic it is. And, and sometimes I'll look at them and say, hey, uh, did, did you know that doing that was, was wrong? Yeah, I, I did know it was wrong. Well, then, then and how, how do you know that that was wrong? Well, because the Bible says it's wrong. Okay, so you had knowledge and you had instruction you just didn't go to the next level of applying it. You didn't use wisdom. Everybody with me? So, so again, you can take this topic after topic after topic. In, in fact, let, let's talk about, if, if I go to you today and say, hey, listen, your best life is a life of being debt-free. I want you to be debt-free, no debt in your life. And all of us would say, oh, that would be so great. You know, I've never, in all these years, almost 30 years of full-time ministry, I've never met one person who said, I am so in debt and I love it. I just am so excited about it. It just makes me happy. I wake up to credit card debt. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> like nobody thinks that, right? Nobody thinks that. And so I've never met a, a person who wanted to be in debt. And so if I go to say, hey, your best life is a life that you, in, in which you are debt-free. Now you've just obtained knowledge, but I haven't explained anything to you, right? So now I, I'm gonna tell you, in fact, if you're, if you're up to your ears in debt, we have, and you don't wanna be there, that's knowledge. Well, we have a Financial Peace University class that starts tomorrow night that you can be a part of in which we will explain the information. Like we're gonna take the knowledge and we're gonna explain it to you, but that isn't gonna solve your debt problem. Your debt problem is only gonna be solved if you start applying the knowledge and the understanding. Everybody see that? Have you ever met a person who, who, who was the know-it-all? They knew it all. Like you couldn't tell them anything that they, that they didn't already know. And yet when you looked at their life, their life was an absolute disaster. Have you ever met somebody like that? That they knew, like you're, you're trying to instruct them, trying to encourage them. Well, have you tried? Well, of course, I've, I know that. Yeah, I've, know, I've known that my whole life. And well, why aren't you living it out? Because you have knowledge, you have instruction, 
You have the information and it's been explained to you, but you haven't embraced wisdom. You, you have the information and you understand it, but you're not applying it. And that's a different level. And it's a level that, in fact, this message, no matter, no matter how much wisdom you have, you still need more. Have you ever noticed that? Like, I've grown a lot in wisdom. I mean, I've grown a lot in wisdom. I promise you, I need more. I need more. I need more knowledge. I'm, I need more understanding. And I need to apply those things in every aspect of my life that the wisest person in the world still needs more wisdom. Did you know that? So this is a, this is a message that applies to every single one of us. I, I promise you. So wisdom is threefold. And, and now we get to the, to the application part. Now we get to, let me say it this way. Now we get to, this, to the spiritual, the powerful application of these truths because this is life-changing, how to live life wisely. How do you live wisely? Okay, number one, wisdom consists of thinking and acting according to God's word and will. Wisdom consists of thinking and acting according to God's word and God's will. And, and it's important to have those two words in there, God's word and God's will, because they are the same and yet they are different. And let me explain this to you, that there are some things in the Bible that are so black and white that the, the, that the word of God just clearly explains to you how to live life. And wisdom applies that instruction. But there are other choices that we make in life that we're asking this question, is this wise or is it unwise? Like, it, am I supposed to buy this Dodge or am I supposed to buy a Toyota? I think we all know the answer to that, everybody. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you where I land, but I think you know what I drive. So there you have it. So it's a Tacoma. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's a Toyota. Okay, so... So there are some things, though, in your life that are, that are actual real things, like things that, things that the Bible doesn't clearly state. So I, I've had people come to, Pastor, I've got to make a decision. I'm just asking for wisdom. You know, in, in fact, in, in this world, I've never been specifically asked this question, but, but things that are similar to it, hey, I have a chance to buy this brand new tractor that's going to last all of these years, or I could buy one that's 15 years old and save a bunch of money, but there might be some repairs. Hey, what do you think that I should do about that? How many knows that the Bible doesn't talk about tractors? I, I mean, it doesn't talk about John Deere. It doesn't talk a, a, about Case. It doesn't talk about tractors. But, so that's what I'm saying. The word of God on a lot of things is very, very clear, but we have to look at God's word and God's will. God's word and God's will. And part of God's will is, the Bible says that there is wisdom in the counsel of many. So if you don't know the answer to something and God's word isn't extremely plain about that, the Bible says that you can go to others and say, hey, let me pick your brain. Let me ask you a few questions. It's one of the reasons here at New Song that we have 
um, like mentors and coaches. We have people that are willing just to, to walk through life with you to help you out if you find yourself in a mess because sometimes the word of God is very, very clear on what you should and should not do and sometimes you have some choices to make that require wisdom and the Bible says it's okay to go get help. Uh, and sometimes you will find the will of God by talking to, to people, but they need to be people who are wise. I say it this way. You might have heard me say this before. You don't get marriage advice from somebody who's been divorced seven times, right? You don't get, how many know you don't get financial advice from somebody who's in, in debt up to their ears, right? Somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck who can't, you don't get, you don't get financial advice from them, do you? No, I'm going to go to somebody who's successful in order to get, in order to get advice, uh, to, to, get, to gain wisdom. So I'm going to go to somebody who knows more than me, who's, been f who's further along than I am. I'm, I'm going to go to them and just, and so even as, as a pastor, I have, I have other pastors that have gone further in ministry that, that have pastored larger churches, and I, I can contact them at any time and say, brother, I've got a question for you. I, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm hitting this place that I've never hit before. And oftentimes they'll say, oh, I've been there. Hey, let, well, let's talk. Like, like, talk me through it because I need some wisdom. I know the word of God. Now I'm just trying to discover the will of God. And that happens oftentimes in the council of many. That's why small groups are so important. That's why small groups are important. Because you need to place yourself around other people who know more than you do. And then if you're the one saying, well, actually, I'm, I'm the one that is very qualified in this, then you need to lead a small group and teach others the things that you know that they don't. You see how that works? Because we're all there. We have to be there. That's what family does. We're there for one another. In fact, number two, write this down, that many problems are solved through wisdom. That a lot of the problems that you face in life are actually solved by wisdom. I, I want to show you this in scripture. One of, the, one of the verses that stands out to me is Ecclesiastes 9.18. And it says, wisdom is better than weapons of war. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Another verse, Isaiah 33.6. says, wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. Wisdom brings stability to your life and it brings help to you, your life. So I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help you understand why you need wisdom and why you need to pursue it so desperately because wisdom is, wisdom is better than the weapons of war. Did you know that? Better than the weapons of war. You know, I was thinking about this in high school and in fact, I know my brother's sitting over here, my mom's here, they know who exactly who I'm talking about, uh, that, that this young lady back in my high school days, I think I was a junior or a senior, uh, probably was a senior at this point, uh, there, there was a, a, a girl by the name of Marsha Thompson. And Marsha Thompson was very flirtatious to say the least. And because of that, I was, I was the absolute opposite of interested in her. Like, I didn't like her at all. Because I, I just, 
That was never, like really flirtatious girl, that was just never attractive to me at all. In fact, I thought it was a pitiful thing. Well, she decided one day to make her boyfriend jealous, and I knew her boyfriend very well because I, I had a, a Camaro, 79 Camaro. He had this El Camino that was fast. It, it, was, it was awesome. We used to race each other and stuff like that. Well, he, she was dating this guy. She decided to tell this guy that, that, that I was, you know, flirting with her and, and whatever. How many knows that high school drama, it was stupid then and it's stupid now, right? How many know that? Can I get an amen? All right. So I, not of my own doing, I, I mean, I, I always stayed away from drama. I was not a dramatic person. I was friends with everybody. I just, I was very stable, very, you know, I just was who I was. But she got me involved in something that I had nothing to do with. She, she said some things to her boyfriend that was a lie. And, and word got to me that, that he was looking for me and he was looking to beat me up. Like, I'm, I'm gonna take you out. Well, I, w I was at, I, I worked at a, a pizza place called Simple Simon's Pizza in Oklahoma. I was a shift leader there at the time. And, um, and it was a, a storefront, it was a corner unit where they had windows all the way around. And I just got word that this guy's looking for me. He's looking for a fight. And um, I didn't know if I could take this guy or not. Like, I, I was pretty confident in myself at this point. I'd fought my brother enough to know that, well, I can, I can fight, you know? And um, true story, by the way, we, we had it out a few times, but praise God, we don't anymore. We love each other. Okay. So I, I see all of a sudden this El Camino pull into the parking lot. <clears throat> and, and remember, remember, the point is wisdom is better than the weapons of war. Wisdom is better than the weapons of war. And, and, and literally in the moment, I see him pull up, I see him pull around to the back, and this idea strikes me. If I, go, if, if I allow him to come into this restaurant, he's going to have to prove himself in front of other people. And then all of a sudden, it's about respect. It's about well, pride steps in, and I need to take this guy out because other people are watching. I said, no, no, I gotta get this guy alone. And so I, I, I run to the back, go out the side door. I said, I said, man, I've been looking for you. He said, you've been looking for me? Yeah. I said, man, there's some things going around that, uh, about me and Marcia, and I just want you to know, I want you to hear it from me. It just isn't true. It's just not true. It's not real. And, and uh, man, I'm glad you pulled in here today because I get to tell you now face to face. Well, we ended up, you know, a couple minutes later, he's shaking my hand and smiling and saying, hey, really appreciate that. And I said, oof, thank you, Lord. How many see wisdom is better than the weapons of war? Amen. Wisdom is better than the weapons of war. That, that li literally, uh, the Bible says a gentle answer turns away wrath. But if you don't know the word of God, then you cannot act in wisdom. If you don't know the word of God and the will of God, if you don't go to the source of wisdom, then you won't act wisely. Some of you would have like, oh, let him come, let him come. Well, that's not wise. That's not wise. It might be fun for some of you, but it's not wise. You know what I'm talking about. But some guys just love to fight, and this guy was one of them. So wisdom, wisdom is better than the weapons that everybody else fights with. And we need to be wise. But here, I want you to know something. Number three, that you will never possess what you are unwilling to pursue. You'll never possess it if you don't pursue it. So wisdom does not, watch this, wisdom does not come naturally. Wisdom comes supernaturally. Why? Because God is the source of all wisdom. 
So wisdom will not come naturally to you. It must come to you supernaturally from God our Father. And when you pursue wisdom, you will possess wisdom. How do I know? God says it. It's a promise in his word. If you pursue wisdom, if you ask for it, I'll give it to you generously. But you've got to ask. You've got to pursue. You've got to go after it. Because it won't come to you naturally. It comes to you supernaturally. Let me, let me prove this to you in Proverbs 3. And I get loads of verses, but Proverbs 3, 13. Blessed are those who find wisdom, who gain understanding. So wisdom and understanding can be found and can be gained. That means, everybody, that there is wisdom out there that you do not currently have. I don't care how wise you are. You can be the most wise person in this entire room, and I promise you, there is wisdom to be had that you do not have as of yet. Because every one of us could grow in this area. I want to tell you something else. Number four, that wisdom learns from the past, but focuses on the future. It learns from the past, but it focuses on the future. In fact, I really just felt a word from the Lord for you today. New song, stop focusing on where you've been and start focusing on where God wants you to go. Amen. Stop focusing on where you've been. You learn from it, but don't focus on it. You learn from your past, but you focus on your future. Let me say it this way, that God does not, God does not review your past in order to determine your future. He does not consult your past in order to determine your future. He won't do that because he has plans for you that are good. He has a future for you, the Bible says. God says, I know the plans that I have for you. I know this future that I've laid out for you. I don't have to, I don't have to consult your past to lead you to where I want you to go. I can deliver you from your past, and your past will not have any influence on your future. Isn't that good news? It's grace, everybody. It's grace. So your past doesn't determine your future. So stop focusing on your past and focus on what God has for you in your future and get wisdom. It's the principal thing. Well, pastor, how do I know if I'm operating in wisdom? How do I know? Number five, wisdom is proven by victories. Wisdom is proven by victories. You'll know you're becoming wise when you see success in your life. You say, well, where's that in scripture? It's all throughout it all throughout scripture. In fact, I'm gonna go back to the verse, now reading in a different translation, I'm gonna go back to the verse that we started with, Proverbs 4, starting in verse seven, but I'm also gonna read verses eight and nine. It says, the beginning of wisdom is this, just get it, just get wisdom. Though it costs you all that you have, get understanding, pursue it, cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. 
She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. So once you get wisdom, you cherish wisdom, you embrace wisdom, you live wisely. And the Bible says you'll start seeing victory after victory, blessing after blessing. Let me say it this way, new song. Don't live like the world. Don't do it. The world has no wisdom to offer you. The word of God and God our Father has all the wisdom you need because all wisdom comes from him. See, I told you, such a simple word, but it doesn't get much more life-changing than this, than this word. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, your life will change dramatically when you live a life of wisdom. I'm gonna show you one more verse in scripture. In fact, I want everybody to stand up because we're, we're uh, closing this morning. And I, a verse came to me just um, last night as I was actually just laying in bed, getting, trying, to, trying to fall asleep. But my mind is, on a Saturday night, my mind is always on Sunday morning. So it's hard to, for me to fall asleep on a, on a Saturday night. Some of you who've pastored in the past or preached, and you know what I'm talking about. But in the book of James chapter three, verse 13, it says, who is wise and understanding among you? So if you look around, you're like, well, who in here is, is wise? What, what's this? Who's wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life. Like their, their life will be proof of wisdom. Did you know that? Their, their life screams it out. Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The thing that will keep you from being wise has always been and will always be the same thing, pride. Pride will keep you from wisdom. You have to humble yourself, admit that you are not the source of wisdom, that your spouse is not the source of wisdom, that your best friend is not the source of wisdom, that God is the source of wisdom. God is the source of wisdom. So you run to him first. And when you live a life running to God, the Bible says in James 3 that you're going to live a good life. In fact, it'll be seen by all. Well, that person's wise. Look at how they're living life. I don't know about you, but I would rather have somebody look at me and say, wow, that's how you live a life, than, ooh, don't live life like that. I mean, know what I'm talking about. Oh, that ain't no way to live a life. I don't want anybody saying that about me. Do you? Well, we need wisdom. This is life-changing. This is life-changing. If you go to the source, go to his word, study, study this Bible, study the scripture, the word of God more than you ever have every single day. Dig into it, get to know it. This is your source for wisdom. And your next source for wisdom 
are people who know this source of wisdom, godly men and women who will help you out. That's why you need to be in a small group because they're there to help you because they know the word of God. I love teaching God's word. I love it. And the more I study it, the more I love it. It's beautiful to me. You're gonna think this is so weird. Some of you already know this to be true. I love the, I love the word of God so much that there have been times when I've studied the word of God and it became so precious to me that I picked up my Bible and I just kissed it. Oh, it's so beautiful to me. I kissed my wife because she's beautiful. You can't kiss my wife. <laughs> but you can, you can cherish this book, though. You can cherish these words of life. This book is beautiful. There have been times where I've just taken the word of God and, oh, Lord, I love your word. Thank you for your word. It's the source of wisdom. It's the source of hope. It's the source of help. You got to get into this book, new song. You receive the word of the Lord today, yes or no? Let's open up our hands toward heaven. Heavenly Father, we need your wisdom. I have made so many stupid decisions in my life, so many failures in my life. I've been arrogant. I've been high-minded. Pride has accompanied my life far more than once. There have been times that I've been a know-it-all with a wrong heart, a heart that wanted credit, not a heart that wanted to serve. Forgive me for those things. And today I'm asking you, God, according to your word, if I were to ask for wisdom, you would not only give it, but give it generously. And so I'm asking you for wisdom. New song, make that your prayer right now. On your own, in your own way. Lord, I'm asking for wisdom because I don't have any on my own and you are the source of it. So give me wisdom, I pray. Let your word come alive to me as I study it. Lord, help me to cherish your word. Help me to see the beauty in your word, the hope, the help, the love that comes from you. So Father, I'm asking for wisdom. And I'm receiving it now by faith in Jesus' name. Because of your will and because of your word, it belongs to me. Thank you for giving me wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just lift our hands to the Lord for treating us better than our sins deserve? Lord, so many things in our lives have just been so unwise, but you've been powerful. You've been wonderful. You continue to bless us, to change us, to call us. You showed us such mercy and such grace in our lack of wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. I love you with all of my heart. You're so very, very good. You never have a bad day. <laughs> You're never in a bad mood. You just love me. You care for me, and I worship you for it. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. As a church, it's our honor to play a small part in what God is doing through your life 
and we would love to continue on that journey with you. To find out what your next steps could be in your relationship with Christ, all you have to do is go to mynsc.org contact. Thank you to all of you who consistently give, serve, and pray. You are the ones who God is using to make a difference in our community as we live out our mission of leading people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. Thank you for watching. We hope you tune in next week.